Hey everyone, welcome to Inside of the Squared Circle. This is me, Lone, and please introduce yourself, my friend. Hey, what's up? I'm Gary. Okay. So, this is our first podcast. I hope you will all enjoy this. And the first topic is WWE releasing so many stars. So, shall we start, Gary? Oh yeah, let's go. Yeah, we waited a like long I said, time. Like I said, I got, I got my Bray Wyatt Alexa Bliss shirt on just for this topic. Yeah, that's great. So, with the very first topic... Why do you think WWE is releasing so many big names? Like there is Braun Strowman who got released, Alistair Black got released, The Fiend Bray Wyatt got released a couple of days back. So, what can be the reason? I don't know, honestly. Like, the Bray Wyatt getting released, that one threw me through a loop. I, the Braun Strowman one threw me through a loop, too. I mean, th- both those guys, they were, they were big name guys. They were pulling draws at pay-per-views. Why release them? They were main eventers, if we have to be honest. Oh yeah, I mean, look at look at you had Fiend and Randy Orton with that That's Inferno a- match and that whole storyline. To they be honest, someone- yeah. So to be honest, I think the two character got lost when Braun Strowman was made the Universal Champion last year in WrestleMania. Well. We can't do anything, it's because all of because of COVID and I think the Fiend's character got completely destroyed when Goldberg squashed him, to be honest. That was the time when we knew that Fiend would work. I don't know about when Goldberg squashed him because, I, I mean, that match, you could, t- you could tell Bray Wyatt was just jobbing out to Goldberg that day. I mean, if you really look at that match, Bray Wyatt was jobbing out to Goldberg that night, as much as I hate to say it. But like the rest of the matches, the the Fiend and Randy Orton, those were great matches. I don't see why after everything they had built into that storyline, Alexa Bliss basically doing what she did, why let him go? They could have kept going with that. They could have had him go after Jeff Hardy and brought in Willow. to say that um, why did Braun Strowman got released I mean he was just in the main event of the sorry the semi main event of Backlash with Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre so what can be the reason I don't know I, I feel like they had him around he was a big guy but they weren't really doing much with him to be honest like, to be honest as much as I have I have heard that Vince McMahon liked him because he was too tall and muscular but then they said that now they got commander Aziz which was Jabba Kato some time back and they even got Amos so is that a main reason because Braun Strowman is like a way famous guy he got a lot of fame too he's strong in real life so is that a big mistake done by WWE uh I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like Braun, yes, Braun Strowman, he, he could have done a lot more good things. The the Commander Aziz and almost thing, I don't think we've seen enough out of them 
for me to really say at this point. I don't remember the last time like Apollo Crews even defended his title. I don't remember the last time he defended his title. Like, I think the last thing I seen with Commander Aziz and Apollo Crews, I don't even remember who the hell he went against. It was oh, I think, like a week or two ago. I guess it was Biggie or Kevin Owens or Shinsuke Nakamura. Maybe because it's really forgettable. Uh, nothing special. Owens. I feel like it was Kevin Owens, but it wasn't really anything that great. Which is a shame yeah. too. Because Kevin, Kevin Owens, he look what he did when he first came in. Came in as NXT champion and took it to John Cena in a U.S. Open Challenge. That's true. And now they're doing oh. nothing but that. Basically, we see that Kevin Owens is one of the most dangerous guys in the in professional wrestling right now, and WWE is completely ruining his character too. Because I think he deserves the main event level, but he ain't even getting the mid card. To be honest. No, I mean mid card at best right now. But if if WWE doesn't change what they're doing in terms of some of their top name people. In terms of releases, I see Kevin Owens leaving. I see Jeff Hardy leaving. I see a lot of people leaving. And at least Jeff Hardy's wise, because they're burying him right now, I see him going to AEW and teaming up with Matt. Uh, I also see him over there. And I even got some more names like Adam Cole. So Adam Cole's contract is ending and you won't believe that they are saying that he may leave the company. I heard the same thing. I heard Adam Cole wants to leave. And to, and honest, Cole, yeah. to be honest, Adam Cole is not even a guy who shall be in NXT. He's a guy who deserves a world title and if he leaves, it will be a big loss for WWE. He's still young. At this point, alright, I will say a couple of years ago when they, I know I've sent you pictures of this and stuff. Yeah. Uh, NXT night for SmackDown. Hmm. It was in Buffalo, New York. That's my hometown. I was at yeah. that show. Huh. I literally saw that entire arena, at least the people that watched NXT, so basically huh. about probably 10,000. When Adam, when Adam Cole came out, I heard at least 10,000 people besides me all yell, Adam Cole, baby, when he came out. <laughs> That's the feeling when you get Minus Tommaso Ciampa and Samoa Joe going back, NXT and WWE, I feel, are kind of floundering right now. To be honest, look at Karrion Cross. He is losing to Jeff Hardy. I mean, he don't got okay the same. Him. He's my favorite. I'd like to see Jeff Hardy do that, but at the no, same time, no, we no, we all love Jeff Hardy. No, we all love Jeff Hardy, he's really a legend, but I'm talking about Karrion Cross. and why is Karrion Cross even, uh, you know, even wrestling those people that, that who can defeat him and maybe end his reputation? Because if you look at the Karrion Cross of NXT, man, he's a lion, you won't believe, he's a lion. Oh yeah, NXT ter- carrying across. Like I went back, I watched some of his matches. I've still been watching NXT occasionally just to see what's going on. But like carrying across NXT versus carrying across main roster, I feel like they did a thing where it's like, okay, NXT, you were a beast. Now you're main roster. So now <laughs> you yourself. Like look at like okay, Finn Balor just didn't get put into the Universal picture right away. They made him do that whole fucking tournament. 
I don't know one thing that what was the point of Finn Balor confronting Roman Reigns when they didn't want to give him the match. I think they could like feud him with Sami Zayn. I think they're going to build I think what they're going to do is okay, SummerSlam. Mm. They'll have John Cena Roman Reigns. Mm. Yes, that's a draw because they're just going back to live crowds. That's a way Goldberg, Bobby Lashley is a draw on the reverse side of things. Edge versus Seth Rollins is another big draw. I see Finn Balor and Roman Reigns being built till either... Because normally this is what they do. I mean, I've been watching wrestling since like the Attitude Era, probably before that. Yeah. I've noticed one pattern. If they're going to have one specific match for hmm. WrestleMania, yeah. they're going to start building it now. Yeah, that's right too. I see that match being Finn Balor bringing back Demon Finn Balor to take on head of the table Roman Reigns at Mania. <laughs> so that will be a classic. That can be a classic match if that happens. But for now, we have to be happy with John Cena versus Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. I, I'm happy with that. I mean, when John Cena's music hit at the last pay per view, uh, I'll say when he had you know back in the old day. I was a fan of him when he went when they went to the PG stuff. I didn't really, I wasn't all for John Cena then. But <laughs> when his music hit oh. at that last pay per view, I have never been so happy to hear that fucking music. In my entire <laughs> I literally jumped out of my couch and started dancing. It was the first time I was excited seeing it. <laughs> it was way too exciting. I still have to give you, you know. If I could, a middle finger at this point for uh, trying to tell me that Roman Reigns went out there and squashed Edge in like 15 seconds. <laughs> yeah, that was something. I, 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 I still I, I don't believe. I actually trolled you. I actually trolled a guy with an IQ of more than 250. You got me with that one. I was like, <laughs> no, there's no way because you were ahead of me. I, I was really about to be pissed and switch to AEW. I was about to quit the group. I was about to be like, well, I wasn't going to quit the group. I'm like, all right, AEW all from right. here on out. <laughs> okay, I can feel that. Okay, so I think we shall move to our next topic. Do you think, is WWE financially stable? Financially stable, yes. Making I, money? I don't know why Nick Khan is... See, to be honest, last year they earned like 900 and something millions and I don't know what Nick Khan wants right now. I mean, see, you want to do business, but if your product is not good, the 2 million people who are even tuning in in SmackDown, they will also leave. That's the thing. I mean, I know at least during, I'm going to say probably Raw's maybe Smackdowns once in a while, especially during pay-per-views. From when I bought my Alexa Bliss shirt, I'm signed up to like their notifications for sales on the WWE shop. They okay. have to have something going on because they are having their replica titles on sale like crazy all the time. Even you won't believe, but after the, um, you won't believe, but and there I, is so much, much, yeah. I, I, I almost bought either the Smoking Skull title or the Fiend Universal. Okay. Okay. That's great. I got the world title replica. So, 
it's fun okay so basically i was saying that the fiend now if nick khan wants to say that the fiend wasn't good for business so see a fiend had a lot of merchandise his lantern his uh, mask his shorts and then there are his special custom made universal titles so do you think he wasn't proper for the business because in product wise he was really good but come on he was giving you a lot of profit with the profitability off of the fiend character because i mean tna kind of did the same thing jeff hardy willow when yeah. if you go back and look at that okay if you look at bray wyatt the fiend i would say right now aw bring in the fiend if they can pull it off have lead the dark order you won't believe but i heard this rumor that they want yeah the dark order that would be a great mix but you won't believe i also heard one more thing that they aw if aw gets to sign braun strowman eric redbeard or eric rowan and brave i they want to plan a wyatt family reunion don't they already have rowan well actually rowan just came for a one night appearance they don't have him for permanently okay see the only thing i i'm cool with that but because I actually knew him personally because a lot okay. of people don't know this I don't even know if I told you the group this my cousin that in the Buffalo New York area wrestled on the independent so okay was an actual wrestler like I can even show you a picture at some point but okay one of his tag team partners when he was in a faction back in the in the indies was um luke harper before he made it to wwe all right like just before wwe i actually met luke harper in in person and got to hang out with him like outside of persona i I wish he was still around because the the wyatt family reunion if they do that isn't going to feel complete without it to be honest if we see the wwe even during the wyatt family because all the three original members were had so much potential in them See that that was the thing too when when Luke Harper got brought up. I actually ended up finding out how this story went through it was a thing on like WWE network or something that I saw. But Bray Wyatt actually saw matches of Brody Lee who was Luke Harper. Yeah. Of his and actually was the one that told WWE about Brody Lee. Like, All right. Bray Wyatt was the one that brought him in and everything. And from what I hear, when Bray Wyatt took his time off, mm. it was actually because of Brody Lee's death. Because he All didn't right. have for the right time to, to deal with it. So the fact that they let him go now is, I feel like they kind of kicked him in the nuts in the, on that one. <laughs> but they did the actually. same thing to see him punk. They to be honest, punk. Wedding day to uh, AJ Lee. Yeah, <laughs> to be honest, WWE did it to many superstars actually. Not only CM Punk or Harper, there were many superstars. Look at oh, yeah. Al- look at Alistair Black. They brought him. Get, Hello. I'm not gonna get on the topic now. This is a topic for another time. Yeah, but, that's a topic for another time. But look at Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. Man, those rights to that character for so long. He yeah. got him 
fame happened. Warrior came back on fucking Monday Night Raw, and the next night dies. You can't tell me Vince didn't have something to do with that, but that's a topic well, for another time. That's topic for another episode, guys. So it is, the next is Vince and up Benoit and Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, Chris Benoit and Ultimate Warrior. Those who are listening to this podcast, that's a spoiler. So the next topic which we are gonna discuss is. Will all of these releases lead to some major problems with the roster and the product? Uh, I I don't think so. I mean, I feel like the people that they have, Roman Reigns, Charlotte, a lot of the people that they have right now are kind of set more if they stick around. Because WWE being the company they are, is going to be out there like, okay, they're going to be offering those people more money to stay now. Exactly. Free money. They don't have So, I have my own theory. I have my own theory for this. For example, if we see then, wait, wait, basically, John Cena said that he's very feared about the future of WWE because WWE haven't created enough stars. If you look at this year's Royal Rumble, there were only two guys who were under 30. So I think this can affect the future. They are not even creating stars, but they are doing releases. So is that appropriate? I feel like their issue more is they're not bringing enough of the young guys up from NXT. Look at the crop of talent they have in NXT. Tommaso right. Ciampa, Adam Cole, a lot of those guys should have been brought up a fucking while ago. Just well, we actually, if you don't know, and Johnny Gargano both were brought in Monday Night Raw, but without any explanation, they were sent back to NXT. I don't know why. See, I didn't know about that. But if you look at like the Rhea Ripley that they had just come out. I've loved seeing Rhea Ripley come to the main roster. Like, I loved her in NXT. Same thing with with Shotzi Blackheart. From day one, as soon as I saw Shotzi Blackheart, just like I did with Asuka, from day one, I I was... Especially that little tank she's got. Like, she's my favorite by far. (laughs) That's cute, actually. I mean, I went start following Asuka on YouTube with the Kanachan TV free plug right. by the way alright so one more thing for example if you look at the women's roster only like Asuka is almost 40 Shayna Baszler is above 40 and Charlotte Flair is like in her early 30s same with Becky Lynch so and they are not pushing uh, girls like Shotzi Blackheart or Tony Storm and how bogus was it that Rhea Ripley, Rhea Ripley lost to Charlotte Flair like that? Right now, especially with what I've saw lately, I mean, you look at Monday Night Raw when Charlotte was out there. The crowd was chanting for Becky. Okay. Right now, the biggest thing that's going to happen with that women's division is Becky Lynch coming back. Exactly. After we get past Becky Lynch coming back, I feel as when they'll start to build other people, have Shotzi come out or have Tony Liv Morgan, I mean, Nikki, Nikki, almost superhero or whatever they're calling her now. I hate <laughs> yeah. Monica. I would, re- I would love to see her back as Nikki Cross, but when she, oh, came, actually, she- that Cross character was actually a psycho and crazy character. 
Puma loves to watch as a champion. I like the darker character, so. Yeah, save you. Back when she was Nikki Cross, like, I mean, I'm happy to see her as champion, but I'd like to see I'd like to see the Nikki Cross persona come back. And I feel like that's actually kind of slowly what's been happening. I mean, I have like Hulu, so I'm not going to be able to watch Raw till the next night or (laughs) till the next day. I'm really anticipating this one day. I would love to see in the middle of that match her go from Nikki A.S.H. to the Nikki Cross saw in NXT that took a suplex off of a ladder through the commentating table from Oscar. Yeah, that's the best I've ever seen. Except for I remember those that. Well, I was saying one more thing that if we look at Nikki Cross right, Nikki Ash right now. So last year she got so many title opportunities against Bailey, who was the SmackDown Women's Champion that time. So no one knows why WWE didn't make her the champion that time. But as you said that you want to see her back as Nikki Cross, Vince McMahon loves the character. Don't even imagine that it will come very soon I, I'm not surprised I, I, I'm not surprised Vince McMahon loves the because Nikki. they want to do business and like since it's a superhero costume they can bring on a lot of merch even Vince McMahon said that this is the prize or award oh, that yeah, we made I mean, I mean we're still in the PG era I mean alright in terms of the whole subject we talked about yeah. WWE making money, everything like that. They really want to stay start making money. We need to go back a couple months to when we had the Randy Orton light in the Fiend on fire on pay-per-view. Yeah. We need to go back to like PG-13 at least. Hmm. I know we're PG right now. Push PG-13 more. And I think they'll be making money. To be honest, even AEW's PG-14, they made a lot of fucking money, believe me or not. AEW's doing it because they they allow the blood. I I mean, I saw a wood match that had blood up until Monday when uh, Nia Jax randomly was bleeding in that match. AEW was the only time I had ever seen that. Don't believe, but there was this match in AEW. Women's match, and it was so brutal. Yeah. Hello? Can you listen to me? Um, yeah, sorry. I have a so, habit of doing that a lot. <laughs> uh, no, it's, no, it's okay. So, if we look at AEW, so right now they are evolving the women's roster. Like, Britt Baker is the women's champion. And they were also thinking of bringing the daughter of Tully Blanchard, that is Tessa Blanchard. So, will that affect WWE? Shall they not buy stars? I feel like WWE's best option right now, considering everything going on with WWE Network and Peacock and them having the rights to, I think it's the Irish wrestling and I think there's an English wrestling they have on there now. I think their best bet is bringing them people in. Okay. Because there's a lot of people they could bring in from there that I feel like could bring a new blood into the roster. Alright, so I was saying one more thing, WWE, so this is the last topic Gary, 
I mean, Japan too. They, they. That's why they sent Kyrie Sane back to Japan when she quit. She's actually well, still working. Well, NJPW, NJPW always gives the best matches in the history of wrestling. Like most of the matches get a five star rating from Dave Meltzer. I wish New Japan got more promotion in the U.S. Like in the U.S., we got WWE, we got AEW, and TNA. Which All is right. kind of barely floundering. Same thing with Ring of Honor. They started right. airing a lot more in New Japan. I feel like yeah. New Japan would take off here because of the matches. Well, over here in India, you can only watch WWE, TNA Impact, and NJPW. Well, luckily, soon, from 15th August, I guess. So, we will be available to watch some more wrestling. I gotta, I gotta get the uh, the New Japan app in the U.S. to watch the New Japan stuff or look it up on YouTube. Alright. I think they upload their matches for free on YouTube. I guess. I guess. I'm not sure. So, Gary Cooper, we enjoyed a lot in this chat. And now, let's discuss the last topic. You ready for this? Yeah, sure. Alright, so the... Alright, so the last topic is if WWE gets in a bad situation like they started losing viewers or something, do they have any backup? Because of all these releases they are making, these bad decisions that are taking place, is there any backup? The backup is Vince steps down, Triple H takes over, and NXT, all of NXT and the main roster get combined. That's all I see happening if they get into that bad of a position. Otherwise, okay. AEW is going to take them over. Well, to be honest, like, Shahid Khan got a lot of money, more than Vince McMahon and the whole WWE company combined, so he can easily buy AEW. But to be honest, that day when WWE go bankrupt, it's very far, but there is always a if and but. So, not UTT. So, what do you think will happen? If WWE releases big guys, more big guys like Seth Rollins or even Roman Reigns. I don't see Roman Reigns going anywhere. He he's Vince he's right now Roman Reigns is Vince McMoy Vince McMahon's new John Cena. <laughs> Roman Reigns I don't see going anywhere. All Seth, right. If they on the off chance they did release him, huh. I see him going straight to AEW and get in with Ambrose. All right, we can see a small Shield Rudy reunion without Roman Reigns. So, Which so I'm that's okay it. But even you I know how I feel about Roman. <laughs> I know, even I have the same feelings for him. So, Gary Cooper, that was a very interesting chat between the middle. I stopped for a bit because I forgot my line. So, it was very interesting. I hope you like the track too. So everyone, I hope you all enjoy. Please follow us and we will meet you in the next podcast. Bye, Gary. And before we log off, we got to give a yeah. shout out to our WE group, by the way. Yeah. We're going to shout out. In there. We got to give a shout out to all of them. Okay. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> okay. So all right. we also got so a group. Huh? I was going to say, see you till next time. <laughs> All right, till next time. Bye, Gary. Have a nice day. Bye. And to all of the viewers, too. Uh.